What's going on, fantasy football nerds, geeks, gamers? Uh, welcome into the stream. Welcome back to Nerd Sports on with John and Mike. Uh, we're glad to be back. We missed a couple weeks because me and John have just been busy out of our minds, uh, dealing with some uh, mental health stuff, taking care of our bodies, taking care of our minds, getting ready to come back. Uh, and we're back, so the, we're we're gonna have a really good time. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got some topics that we're mainly gonna focus on this week. Uh, so some of the ones that we were gonna focus on this week were. Uh, starting with the Arizona Cardinals and how they've changed uh, over the course of the season, losing Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to get more into that. Um, going forward, you know, Cam Newton's back in Carolina. Um, back Carolina. Um, I got an echo going on here. Um, so then we're going to talk about some Mac Jones. And then uh, we're going to talk about our Vikings and Chargers per usual. And we're going to also discuss a little bit about Matt Nagy, playoff pictures. It's going to be a fun episode. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get John in here too. Hey, hey, hey buddy. Hey, hey. All right. Well, let's get right into it then. So how have you been? What have you been doing past couple weeks? Yeah. Oh, just past couple weeks, just staying focused, trying to, you know, Get that best team going forward. Watching my team struggle. We played you a couple times. Um, you did. You did. That didn't end. That didn't end so hot, like for me. But hey, kudos to your team for getting it done. Justin Jefferson looked amazing. You smashed me. Fantasy wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy wise, but Chargers. Chargers took the L that one. They did. Chargers took the L on that one. But yeah, I've been good, man. Uh, work's been going good. Heading into the Thanksgiving, uh, my Thanksgiving weekend now. So yep. we're in good condition. And now we get to hang out, talk a little bit of football, talk about our teams, and talk about the future of our teams. It's exciting. Uh, I love Thanksgiving uh, because you get to spend time with family if you're fortunate enough to. Um, and then on top of it, you get to get, ha- get to have some good food. Um, and, you know, you just get to be thankful for all the things that you have. Um I'm not a big Black Friday shopper. Are you? Are you a Black Friday shopper? I was, but nah, not anymore. Now that I don't have to like do it, like it's online now. I can just enjoy my time. Yeah. My food, sleep, like a merry person. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the same exact way. Uh, I used to. Do, I used to go out and try and find a deal. Uh, but my my biggest deal I bought most recently was probably when. I bought my 65-inch TV out in my living room with the sound Dang. with the sound bar, and Dang. I think I spent $900 for like both the items combined, and it was just nice because like I had been recently through a, a tough like marriage situation. My friend was in town for the week for my birthday and for Thanksgiving because my birthday's the 30th. Uh, he was staying with me and for the week at my house in my spare bedroom and November 30th. Yeah, November thirtieth, and then uh, yeah, thanks, man. And it it's uh, it, it was just nice, uh, and that was like two years ago. I've had my TV; it's a Samsung sixty-five inch four K. I love it. Nice. So, I I five. I, I what's that? I still like a PS five. I'd I'd st- <laughs> I like one too. Uh, I can't that or a Series X, but the Series X isn't worth it from what I've heard. So. at this point yeah i like pc my friend just built one too so i'm thankful for just the ability to do what we love to do talk football and we're gonna get into that what are you thankful for though man i'm just thankful uh i guess i'm thankful for family as cliche as it sounds but yeah uh you know Right now, I just want to do like you know, a little tease and piece. My pops, you know, he's in the hospital right now. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, he's he's fighting he's fighting some heart condition, and I just hope he recovers. So we're just grateful for family right now. Yeah, it's it's hard. Thanks, Bat City. Um, we appreciate you being here. But yeah, it was uh, Thanksgiving is a it's it's a time where like I the reason I love Thanksgiving too is that. My family has always been kind of brought together, like, at Thanksgiving. We all love watching football together. Uh, and everyone's kind of like Green Bay fans. I'm a big, obviously, I'm a Vikings fan. So it's one of those things where I always keep a, an open mind 
to, you know, being grateful for what we have, being thankful for it. Because honestly, and this is how Christmas is for me, um, the holidays are hard for people. And I think we forget that. That is, you know, it's the holidays are kind of tough for some people who don't have family or don't have the easiest life situation. And I'm just great, thankful for a good life, a uh, good home, uh, my pets. I have a great roommate. So uh, great friends like you uh, that are basically family and always, we get to do this. Always. So it's, it's a good time. So with that, all that being said, let's jump into our fantasy leagues. So how is your playoff picture looking right now, John? Talk to me. I'm in right now playoffs. What what league do you want to talk about? Five out of five, or I'm in playoff berth for most of them. Are you? I think my lowest my lowest one will be in um, in one of our streamer leagues with our friends. Not the not the not the losers league, but the other one. The that's stream, my yeah. Lowest, that's my lowest one, being in fourth place over there. But other than that, you know, playoff bound, and I'm happy to say that I I hit it out of the park this year with some draft picks. Yeah, um, you've done very well. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is an exciting time. You know, I usually don't make it this time of the year. My uh, fiance actually told me that you're like the Arizona Cardinals. Like you just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I am but going. No, uh, I'm like the Arizona Cardinals where you came out of nowhere this season. Like, oh yeah, for sure. She she knows my fantasy woes in the in the past. She know I tell her. Oh about yeah, every, oh every yeah. Week. So I... this year we turned it around with some uh, good good com- company. Talk about it every chance we get. I I think we hit it out the park this year. Yeah, I you know it's the fantasy leagues that we're a part of are all really fun. And what I appreciate about all of it is that it's it's been uh it's been difficult. Like this has not been an easy year in terms of fantasy. Like we like I I don't know. For me, I don't know how like your team looks like. I'm logging into ESPN to like get ready. Why don't you uh, fill fill the folks in on how your fantasy teams have been injury wise, COVID wise? Like, what are you what are you dealing with right now? I have a full bench, twenty four seven, constantly rotating injuries left and right. Do I have one IR spot? You currently don't have spots enough for this player, but sir, fantasy app, I need a running back. You currently don't have enough roster spots for that. You need to drop one of your injured players. It's like, God, that sucks. Yep. So, you know, I'm doing a lot of cut and ties with them. Uh, currently, in I know when I like reference right now, I it's, it's since the heaviest for me is our dynasty league. I I really focus on that dynasty. Yeah, you've league. done really well there. It's um, it's our first time doing it, so I want really want to give it my best shot. Right now, currently, I have Kareem Hunt who's on IR. Mm-hmm. He should be coming back soon. Hopefully, it's not guaranteed. Gotcha. I got Chris Carson who just went on. The rest of the season, IR. It's something I still want to hold on to. I also have Travis Etienne, who um, you do. He's a rookie, IR spot from the off season. But guess what? Next season, that that's what I was already planning for. If this isn't my season, I already plan for next season. And that's so, the way you know. That's the way Dynasty works. You know, you have to do that. And I think me and you have actually like two of the better rosters out of the entire league uh, for the Dynasty league going in the future. Um, I get really, obviously, and you know this, like I get really heated on, on like when I've had like five weeks in a row now where I've, I was projected to win by like a milestone, you know what I mean? And like during the week, it's like COVID or injury happens. That's random. Or like, you know, Amari Cooper's not playing randomly. It's been really difficult. Like this dynasty league has been giving me a hard time and I, no like, joke. I can't, I can't seem to pull out a win when i'm supposed to the hardest thing about it is that everybody is so active and your waiver picks they can just get shot down just because someone put more money out they put like an extra dollar or something like that yeah it's it's difficult and especially with these competitive competitive players you know um this is our 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 buddy havoc's league who who he brought us into Mm -hmm. um it's it's competitive but right now uh there are there are people who are ahead of the game and there are people uh, suffering due to these injuries, you know? The, and the thing is, too, with it I want to mention is that, like, I don't think there's a bad team in the Dynasty League. I think everyone has really good teams. It, it's, it's just tough right now because of the situation that we have of all these guys being so good 
And it's just kind of like, may the best man win every single week, you know. Like, that's just the way it's been. So, I mean, even like my team, you know, like two and nine, you, you're you talking like a consistently good roster, but you're losing just randomly every week, you know. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's really playing playing this waiver game, too. Mm-hmm. I mean... Guys, if you don't know, I'm up till 1 a.m. playing the waivers after they oh, every week. through making my adjustments. Mike's telling me to go to bed. He's like, John, <laughs> get off your damn phone. And he knows I'm already on my phone making moves. John knows I, out my bu- I I could not believe someone called me out on my bullshit at 1 a.m. Go to bed, John. Um, hey, Dude, uh, I, was, you- I was up. I was at work. <laughs> I'm on night hey, shift. That's dedication, though, and that's why I'm 92. Hell yeah, you are. You're, you're crushing it in that league, uh, and the other I leagues. Personally, like I, you know, I'm stepping one foot in, and I don't know know anybody, but I'm here to play. I'm Mike's friend. I I, <laughs> I got the juice. Let's go. <laughs> um. So for me, uh, in my Yahoo league. I won't. Tough leagues. Uh, tough leagues. All tough leagues, man. I'm 7-4 and four in my Yahoo League. There you go. Well, hold on. Updated. Let's let's see updates. I'm 7-4 and four, sitting in second place. Um, and this is a very tough com- combative league. Uh, first place is 8-3. and three. Second place is 7-4. and four. Third place is 7-4. and four. Fourth place is 7-4. and four. So <clears throat> kind of wild right now. Uh, and then my matchup this week, I don't even know who I got because it, obviously it's Tuesday and they haven't shown it yet. Um, I'm playing my brother-in-law, so i got to put together a better lineup uh, for Week 12. Uh, I'm going to be without Patrick Mahomes is what it's looking like. But I have on my bench Tyrod Taylor, so I should be okay. And I can make some roster moves at quarterback if I need to, so it should be all right. Uh, in terms of like the Yahoo, like the ESPN leagues and my big boy league, I'm eight and three. I'm first of five in the East. Um, I had a tough loss last week to a team I shouldn't have lost to, but uh, hats off to my buddy Stetson if you're listening. Uh, congrats on your win. You did good. Um, actually, every team that was in this league that was really good this last week uh, had a really tough week. For some reason, our, our team's just crapped on us. And on top of it, I had to go up against Jonathan Taylor in that league. So that was that was rough. That's tough. So, That's a tough one. Um, going into uh, the Bootstrap Belichick, uh, the Deadlight League, uh, my team is called the Bootstrap Belichicks. I'm first to five in that one. Um, so I'm sitting in the top spots in my first three that we've talked about. Um you know, I got to play Team Timmy Tur- uh, Team Turner Turner, which is Timmy Turner. He's another great streamer. Um, got to pull off a win against him. I'm on a hot streak right now. I'm pulling some wins off in this league every week. Um, so seven sitting at seven four, I'm happy about it. Um, and then that's that's where the full standings are for that league. Um, going into the losers league that we're both a part of, John. This is this league's tough. This league is wildly tough. Uh, Ladies and gents, John is sitting in first. Uh, I'm in third in the East, sitting at five and six. The records in this league are wild. Like how how close this league is is like like it's by this. People are going to be getting in the playoffs by the skin of their teeth. uh, Other than John, Uh, Eddie. Normcore Eddie's up there too. Eddie, I'm watching you. Eddie, Eddie's up there too. He's at he's at eight and three, uh, and John's at nine and two. Uh, and I'd, I'd say the other person that's pretty that's pretty much safe uh, is Camp. Touch this. They're seven and four, and they're in your division. They're sitting in second. But like this next set of records, I'm going to read off is is crazy. Um, second place in my division is the Ertz Locker. They're six and five. Um, Springward Slashers and myself are five and six. Barrett is four and seven. Um, and then over in your division, we have you know another six and five team. So sitting over versus the East five. and the West, the East is really tight right now. Like we, the, the, I can't believe how tight the East is in that league. So losers league is up for grabs. Uh, playoff spots are up for grabs. 
we got to start pulling off some some wins in those leagues. So, and then the final league that we're a part of is the stream league. And this year, having a rough year. I'm not even gonna lie, but I, I, I get I get I get redemption against Barrett. Hopefully this week I'm four and seven right now. Uh, playing for pride at this point. Maybe I can work my way in my way off into a, a playoff spot if I crank out some wins here, but we got the Mustafar Burners, uh, Chief of the Wise. He's at 9-2. Barrett's at 7-4. John, 7-4. 6-5 for uh, Matt. Uh, and then myself, I'm 4-7. So it, it's, this like, the losses I've had in here, there's no excuses. It's just been it's just been really tough. Like, yeah. close matchups. Um, I'm swapping everything I can think to swap to make my team better and it seems like the other the other team is just outscoring that's just the way fantasy football goes sometimes so good times man i i kind of like this league a lot just because i've kind of fallen off and not in first place yeah like i'm i'm realizing it now and i'm trying to make adjustments to correct it and that's i'm i'm having a good time with this league yeah it's it's fun i love the stream league um i've been changing my my defense has been actually been solid like i've changed my defense every week it's just offensively like there's been some struggles you know it's been kind of weird so um you know we obviously had some major injuries this year i've i can honestly say john i don't know what your thoughts are on it i've never seen a fantasy season with this many injuries to this many core offensive players where guys aren't playing on a every other week basis because of covid or like these small injuries or even like the big ones that are season ending it's actually been really difficult i mean you could go down a huge list of you know cmc it seems like uh derrick henry um deandre hopkins now isn't playing aaron Rodgers has missed a couple weeks because one because of covid he might miss because of a toe injury which i think aaron Rodgers is fine uh, I think he'll play this week no matter what. But, I mean, you could go down the list of Kyler Murray. I, I don't know if I said him already, but obviously Kyler, you know, Kyler is not playing. So now that the, the Cardinals, as we'll transition into them eventually, you know, they're sitting with A.J. Green and company. Um, God, who, who else? I mean, like Carson Wentz had his ankle injuries, and he's been playing through those. Um, like, but there's just been some – minuscule injuries and some big injuries throughout the season and in covid like amari cooper has been out with like mm-hmm. with, with with covid protocols or concussions and it's it's got a concussion it's, people are dropping left and right i've never seen fantasy leagues this thin before i guess like what are your thoughts on it? yeah you know what you're right 100 percent correct people are dropping it's kind of been the trend for the past three seasons is people are getting down. But now you throw COVID in the mix where people have to miss games due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a wrench thrown into your into your program, and you do have to plan for it. You know, you do have to have a backup for a backup. Mm-hmm. It's so thin at it's so thin at wide receivers and running backs nowadays. It's like the people who who give a damn about winning they're they're gonna put the effort in and the people who don't care about their fantasy leagues it's gonna show because the waiver wire is gonna be thin well even like i had cordell patterson yeah and like he's gone he was crushing it every week and then all of a sudden i lost him just randomly last week it was like oh that's that's convenient like i needed him in some leagues you know like like it is it's crazy how thin positions are and i never thought i'd be saying well, like well cordell patterson was a big loss to my fantasy roster he's a big loss he was a big loss he was a big loss that was my um, running back in one of my leagues dude that was a big loss like he he's been the, the heart and soul of that falcons offense so i don't Absolutely. know it's been kind of crazy to, to see what they're gonna do with all this so i don't know uh, with all that being said, and the sorrows and the woes that we've been dealing with, let's let's transition to to the Cardinals actually right away. So, the Arizona Cardinals have gone from one of the teams that kind of came out of nowhere, and they and they were just like they were shining uh, to start the season. Uh, we've seen them on a stretch of a few weeks that have been a lot tougher. No Kyler Murray, no D Hop. Um, I mean, this team, just in general, looks like they're having a tougher time without these star players, which, I mean, you would expect. Um, I, mean, I mean, I've went out of my way to go get A.J. Green uh, yep. for this for this offense. Um, you know, Chase Edmondson, he had that. He, I don't think he's been playing with his ankle injury. 
So it's been uh, difficult. It's been a difficult time for the Cardinals. They've they went from having this star-studded team to like uh, being uh, a tough team to to pull off a win. I mean, I think they won this week this weekend. Um, I'm pretty sure they won this weekend. Zach Ertz had a really good game. Um, Colt McCoy played pretty well. Uh, but I mean. That's kind of crazy that we're saying Colt McCoy played pretty well when you know they have Kyler Murray over Colt on their McCoy, roster. Texas's finest. They lost JJ Watt too. Lost JJ Watt, and I think that was the first one where then the defense had to recover. Mm-hmm. Couldn't recover from that, and then offensively they lost some players. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, do you think this team can continue to pull off the big wins? throughout the rest of the season if like these injuries don't start changing because no. I don't even know what these big injuries are right I don't even know what these injuries are at this point because I know that like what's Kyler Murray's like like I don't even know what his injuries I don't I don't have him in fantasy so I don't I don't know what his yeah, I don't have any shares of Kyler Murray but I don't, let me pull it up give me one second keep going yeah I don't know what what his injury is or I I know I think D hops is like something with his hamstring or something right but he's been a he's been a do not practice for like he's got three, an ankle injury like two or three weeks now. Ky- Kyler has Kyler an ankle injury. Yeah, and he's a mobile quarterback. You can't chance that. You're up ahead. You know you're up ahead right now, where you can uh, sacrifice a few wins. Yeah. What's their record right now? They're nine and two. The closest thing next to them is the L.A. Rams at seven and three. So the Cardinals are still winning games. Then that's good. They're still winning games. That's good. With, that... no, with whatever, however. I mean, they they lose to their last loss was what Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah, they did lose to Green Bay, I think. They did. So. The Cardinals are a interesting team to watch right now because they are nine and two, like John was saying, and they're they're also. Uh, pretty uh, woeful, well, pretty thin at uh, their star talent right now. So. Uh, something to keep an eye on. Watch your fantasy rosters for D. Hop and Kyler Murray. They they seem to be on a like a week to week issue. So uh, keep an eye on that. Um, any other any further thoughts on the Cardinals, John? That you got? Let's see. Who they got next? Who do they have next? That's a good question. Let me, next. Let me check out their schedule. <laughs> That's my, my that. thoughts. Let's see. Thank you for the follow, Dale. Orden Delight. I'm sorry, I butchered butchered name. Thank you for the follow. Bears. The Bears on twelve five. They got the Bears. Oh, they should beat the Bears. Yeah, that's a get right game for them. Maybe give them time. Yeah, they should be good to beat the Bears. That'll be good. That'll be a good thing. Um. Let's move on from the Cardinals and let's talk about a little bit of a a, a brighter spot um, for the player itself, Cam Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. We talked about Cam Newton earlier in the year when he got cut from New England, and we said that we I, I believe that me and you both said, or maybe you said by yourself, I can't even remember anymore. That you, I know for sure you said it that you thought Cam still had a role somewhere um and obviously things weren't weren't really working that hot with uh sam darnold um and company so uh they got cam newton back uh they signed him to a one-year deal at this point i think it's like 10 million dollars i can't remember he's getting a good check he's getting a good check so it it was kind of funny that the meme going around was you know the replacement got replaced for another replacement of Cam Newton, and now the replacement for Cam, for the first replacement of Cam Newton is now getting replaced by the guy that, that they were supposed to replace. <laughs> so Cam's back in Carolina, um, and he seems to be having fun. He's living life there, and he loves it. Uh, they had a tough loss this week to the Washington football team to his old head coach, Ron Rivera, but I will say Cam had a pretty good game. Like, and his first game back in Carolina, when he got to, um, I think he threw two touchdowns. I think he had, I think he had. For two touchdowns, 27 attempts, uh, with 21 completions, not a bad, not a bad outing for 189 yards. Not a bad day. Uh, Rushing touchdown too. Yep. So 
Cam kind of he didn't know the playbook fully yet, uh, being back there, but he's been in that offense before. So he, I mean, it was nice to see Cam Newton back in the field. It actually made football this year feel just a little bit more normal than what we it were was getting. Nice, nice, nice refresher. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I like Cam. I think that he's an athletic guy. I think that he's a good quarterback. Um, I do think that uh, it was despicable when he didn't jump on the ball in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, that that was not a good moment, but uh, I think we've all moved on from that. Um, you know, so so I thought it was nice to see Cam back in the in the pewter blue and uh, and black and white and all the colors that are in those uniforms for the Panthers because they got some they they got, they got some nice uniforms. And it was nice to see Cam back in that color versus the Patriots jersey. That's right. That was cool. So continuing on. Uh, Speaking of the Patriots, Mac Jones, like this dude is balling. He has been doing really well. What are your thoughts on Mac Jones? Just want to shout out, you know, shout out to my uh, a fantasy dynasty league. I got both Mac Jones and Cam Newton. Pow! You do. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I drafted Mac Jones, and I was able to pick up Cam Newton before the news came out that. <laughs> keep going back that's just my midnight that's my midnight snooping the internet you know um but yeah so i was able to get him for a cost we'll talk about that later um didn't cost him much but i i, I did spend some fab on some bad quarterbacks so finally a solution is starting <laughs> to pay off for my my super flex position you but do, yeah you i'm hyped I'm, I'm hyped on those uh both of them <laughs> mac jones looks comfortable in the pocket he's poised He's playing. He's playing uh, Patriot football, and he's playing Patriot football well. Yeah, I think uh, Mac had a, a rough start to the season per se, but uh, he's coachable. He he's damn coachable. He's he is very coachable, and I think that his decision making has been great. And you know what I think the turning point was is when they played the Bucks. I think yeah. when, I think when he played against Tom Brady and he kind of had a duel with Tom Brady that entire night in uh, his home stadium. And granted, they lost that game, but, but you could tell Mac Jones was upset. He had a better upset. outing too as a quarterback. He, he did had a better performance. Yeah, he had and a better. Per- go ahead. That was the seal of that was the seal of approval for the the Pats. Nate, the Pats fan base was like, damn boy competed with Tommy boy, you know. Yeah, that was. I think that was uh, one of the bigger surprises. The the bigger surprise performances that I would say, um, that I noticed this year was definitely Mac Jones when they took on the Buccaneers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, as people like to call them now. Um, I I think that's. I think that was a huge staple game for him because even though they lost, he had a better performance as a quarterback. So. Um, I think he's thriving in this Patriots offense. Like, what do you think? And just before we continue. I'm gonna just give him a round of applause. You know, good job, Matt. Good deserve, buddy. Yeah, you did it, man. You did it. You shut my mouth. You shut everybody's mouths. You're, you're balling. You were on the trade. You were on. You're a trade bait, my guy. Thank you. <laughs> Keep it going. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what do you, what do you think the rest of the season holds for Mac, though? Um, looking at the like, what's their schedule look like? Um. So currently. Currently, they're leading their division. Yep. That's, is, what that's would, a scary thought, if you <laughs> ask me. Um, One bad year, Bill Belichick's back on top. And I'm not – at the same time, it's that – he does that, though. You know, they lose and then they rebuild. Yep. The no. guy doesn't like to lose. Let's see. Patriots. Let's, let's take a look real quick. And he, they're, they're getting the ball to, like, everybody. I mean, Damian Harris uh, – um, Unselfish football. Nelson Aguilar. Um, um, who else do they got? So, the, um, next game, they got some. They got some prove it games coming up. So they got the Titans next. Ooh, that's that's going to be a great game. Yeah, that would be a good. One. That'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Bills. Bills get right. The Bills will get it right for the division. Colts. Bills. And then they end with the Jaguars and Dolphins. So easy, I think. Still divisional games, but I expect big numbers from Mac Jones. Yeah, for sure. So these next four games are going to be tough. Which one do you think is the toughest out of those? Shoot, you gotta go. You gotta go, freaking Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills. You gotta place the Bills twice in your division. That so that back to back. 
I would say the Colts is going to be tough, man. The Colts, I think, is definitely going to be one of the tougher games that they're going to end up uh, dealing with because, I mean, mean, Jonathan Taylor is going off on tangents. Uh, Two weeks in a row now he's done well. Carson Wentz is making good decisions. Uh, He's throwing good balls. I think that uh, the – the Colts' offense is, is something to be afraid of at this point. I was watching just that. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings last night. We were, talk, we were talking about the game, and they were even saying that, you know, it's, it's okay to start believing now, Colts fans. Like, it's all right. Like, I think that that's the, the fun part about uh, the Colts' offense, that they can, uh, they, can, they can make anything a game. And, I mean, they've, they even went up toe-to-toe with – um, the Ravens were uh, pretty damn good in the overtime, so I thought that was interesting. So I'm excited to watch the. I think that's the most exciting one for me is the is the Patriots and the Colts. They got a Saturday game coming up. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. No. Saturday game, <laughs> NFL game. I'm looking at the head of the schedule. Like, um, just I don't like Saturday games. I think just conditioning for the New England Patriots. I think it's a tough battle. Like Titans, Bills. By the time they get to the Colts, I'm I'm exhausted already just thinking of that team. Um, and then by the time you get to the Bills, it's like on the Saturday. Ugh. Gosh. Yeah. I, I expect I expect a loss somewhere in, in that road just for conditioning. But I I could eat my words. I could eat my words. Yeah, I get it. Um, so Mac Jones, he's been crushing it, doing great. We're excited about him. Um, let's talk about something that might excite some Bears fans. Like, I mean, I'm just saying this might this might be the real deal here. So, what you hear? I'm hearing the chants come out saying "Fire Nagy." Now, before I'm gonna be posting a link really quick here, John and Sports Me up um, in the Sports Me app. If you guys aren't in there, go ahead and. Uh, download the app on Google or Apple. It's fun. You can come give your your best sports takes. Uh, they have daily cash giveaways. It's a fun time. It's a really um, great community, uh, great people. But why don't you go ahead and tell me your thoughts on why Matt Nagy might be getting fired? Like, what do you think has led into this? Why do you think it's taken so long? And then I'll give you mine. I just think they're they're tired of him. Like, they're just tired of the not utilizing you know winning they you gotta win and the bears aren't winning period they're not you lose justin fields he's out and now you're gonna have andy dalton start and if you win with andy dalton do you keep andy dalton you know Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing like i i mean i don't know what this uh mess over there like I want nothing to do with it, fantasy wise or as a fan. Like as a fan, jeez, L's, L's, L's. Last win was against the Raiders. Yeah, the the Bears. I, I don't know. I think. I think it started when you get Justin Fields, right? Like mm-hmm. obviously you signed Andy Dalton before that, and you drafted Justin Fields. And you, you have this guy that you should probably just start starting. Like, Justin Fields, we knew that Andy Dalton was not a bangle for a reason anymore. We knew that Andy Dalton didn't get to stick around the Cowboys anymore for a reason. We knew that. And then when he went to the Bears, we all knew deep down in our, in our hearts that as nice of a guy as Andy Dalton is he might just not be that good of a starting quarterback anymore. Maybe he's a quality backup for a team. I'm not saying that he's a bad quarterback. I can't do it better, but I'm saying that maybe, hear me out, maybe he's that quality backup that you need. And you start Justin Jefferson. And when you're losing all these weeks, you have nothing to lose. Put Not Justin Jefferson, sorry, um, Justin Fields. When you have Justin Fields at this point, you just got to start him. You're going to have – this is the year where you're going to grow. This is the year where you got to try to get things going with your rookie quarterback so that he's comfortable next year. And you, you don't do that. You, you ride with Andy Dalton for the first three, four, five weeks, and it was like, this is not working. And then 
Their play calling continues to be terrible. The Bears keep losing these games, whether they're getting slammed on or whether they're getting just last-minute touchdowns every drive. And I think Matt Nagy's lost the team. I think he's lost the fan base um, to the point where not even just at a Bears game where they were, you could hear the fire Nagy chants going on. You're talking, you could hear him at the Bulls game. And I'm a Chicago Bulls fan because my dad raised me on like Bulls highlights and all that stuff with Michael Jordan. Like I was watching the game and I was like, are they saying fire Nagy? And they were. They were 100% saying fire Nagy at a Chicago Bulls game. You've lost the fan base. You lost Chicago. You lost, you lost, yeah, you lost your home. state of Chicago doesn't want you. (laughs) Like, like you, what, that's crazy. Like, so now, what do the Bears do? What do the Bears do here? What do you think? Oh, you want to know? I just thought about it. Okay, so I was reading into it. I actually Googled while you were going on your tangent. I was going and Googled it. I said, why the Bears should fire Nagy. Mm Mm-hmm. This is, you know what? I, I just came up with a solution. What's if you solution? lose to the un, to the the team with no wins, if you lose to this team on on Thanksgiving, you're gone by Sunday. That's it. <laughs> you're I, gone by Sunday. That's your last game. That's it. <laughs> you're gonna coach this Thanksgiving game. It's highlighted. If you give me a shitty performance on national television in front of my family, you're gone by Sunday. Who do they? Do That's they it. play the Lions? They play the Lions. They go, oh my god. Lions they, are going to get their first win. It's a division game. And that's why he's going to get out of here. That's his exit. Yeah, there's I'd say. No better, and there's no better moment to cut a man. I'm sorry. Not job-wise. That I don't wish anybody get fired. But after Thanksgiving. Go spend it. You have a job. You're the head coach. Sunday, though, you're gone. Be ready. Yeah, yeah. Let the weekend go through. Make the decision yeah. over the after the weekend's done. Mm-hmm. Give him, give give him time to basically. Everyone's in it. good yeah. spirits. Bears fans rejoice. Nagy's got a full stomach. He's gonna be all right. And, yeah, and I mean maybe like, you know, I I'm not like we're saying like none of us like neither me and you could do a better job. We're not saying no, that. absolutely but, not. But we're, it's, it's all speculation of how it's going and how it's been, and, and maybe Matt Nagy is. 100% a better coordinator. Maybe he's he not is. meant to be a head coach. Yeah. You know, that, I don't think some people aren't cut out for it. You know what? Speaking of that, I'm going to talk about my Vikings. Oh, there it is. There it <laughs> is. Let's transition to my Vikings a little bit here. Just because we're on the topic of bad coaching. Bad coaching. Bad coaching. Um, this guy right here, Mike Zimmer has frustrated me so much this season. And I'm going to just go off for a minute here. So we start the season uh, where we had a pretty good schedule, and the second half of our schedule was even, like, we we had a tough second half of the schedule or of the season. And so it was very important for us to get through our first um, five weeks, uh, 5-0, and oh, and we didn't. Um we got through it two and three. We're now two. We're now five and five. Uh, we're five hundred finally. Um, but what people don't realize is the Vikings have lost five all five of those games by less than one score. You're talking less than a touchdown every every week. Talking to a Chargers fan, I know that very well. It's and it's a it's a tough pill to swallow. And what I hate about it the most is like a lot of these games were up early. And then all of a sudden, the play calling becomes conservative. They start um, trying to chew the clock out in the second in the second quarter. In the third quarter, it's like, hang on, hang on a second. There's a whole other quarter. We got more football left to be played here. Keep your foot on the gas. Like, do what all these other teams do and just crush them. Like, don't don't give a crap. Don't show mercy. <laughs> if you're up by four touchdowns, like a lot of teams do, like. Stop taking your foot off the gas. And, you know, I get that these situations with, like, the Vikings kicking situation and all that makes it a hard choice for Zimmer. But I really think Zimmer is a better def- defensive coordinator, better more so than a head coach. No, Mike, just cut your ties with him, dude. Just cut your ties. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not even saying for the Vikings. I'm saying for a team. 
I think he's a better defensive coordinator. I think that Mike Zimmer, to an extent, has lost a little bit of the team. Um, I think that him and Kirk Cousins don't see enough eye to eye. Where like, but now they're starting to work on that. Like a few weeks ago, I saw where after every game, Mike Zimmer and uh, Kirk Cousins will sit down in a room together and talk. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I saw that from a Vikings media source, and I don't know if it's accurate or not. But you can, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But what if that is true? A head coach and your quarterback who's been playing lights out football all season? I don't know. That's crazy to me. I mean, yes, we beat the Packers this week. Um but what I expect from Kirk Cousins at this point in some of these games is to override Mike Zimmer and say, you know what, we're back in the playoff hunt. We're not out of this thing yet. We should be 9-0. and And I'm going to say no. I'm going to pull Tom Brady, and I'm going to say, no, we're not doing that play call. We're going to do this instead. And then I want, I want audibles. I want changes. Um, I mean, you look at all these different things uh, with the game. There's some things that, that from the Green Bay and the Minnesota game to talk about where, like, you know, Zimmer lost to Matt LaFleur last year, 24-10, didn't shake Matt LaFleur's hand, right? Um, Paul Allen, who calls the Vikings, he does a good job calling those games. Um, he was doing an interview with some of the players, and one of the players said, you better not give your team any credit on that on that game because, like, because I guess a Packers coach was pretty upset about – some calls in the game, which I disagree with. I think the game was called really well, and as all football fans know, we've seen Packer fans get so many calls go their way. Like, I don't want to hear about it. I honestly don't. The refs have given the Packers and the Seahawks so many games. I don't really want to hear about it. So that being said, you know, don't leave it in the hands of the refs. And for any Packer fans going to say that that last-minute interception that Kirk threw – in the fourth quarter in this last Sunday, you're wrong. That was not an interception. That ball popped out on the on the turf when he was going down to the ground, and it's the same exact concept of a wide receiver catching a ball and following through to catch, for it to be called a catch, right? It was not a interception. He had not gained full control of the ball. It popped out on the ground. Not an interception. Like, and that's not being a Vikings fan. That's being a football fan. I would say that if it was an interception, I would say, yes, that call should have been turned around. But, no, it should not have been. Um, I think that Zimmer's coaching, once again, put us in a situation that was tough. We The Vikings were up 17-6, to uh, six, I think, earlier in the game. I watched the full game. I just can't remember the, what the score was. But we were up quite a bit. And, like, that's when you start putting the nail in the coffin and keep scoring. Like, you know, you're in the first half of the game. Nope, we let him right back in. Um, and then they did uh, zone coverage or man coverage on one play with two minutes left, and Green Bay scored with one one pass. Like, not a good play call. Um, but I'm they pulled the win out. I'm glad that the Vikings are back in the playoff picture. But I do still think no matter – how many games we win with this with this team? Uh, this this roster is too talented. This roster is too talented to have a coach like Mike Zimmer around. We need a we need a coach who wants to play. Like I think there's two ways to play a football game, and one way is play to not lose, and one way is play to dominate. Okay, Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah. All right. If 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 he goes. Who's who? Who do you? Who would you like to see take over? Like next season? Yeah. Who's calling the shots for your team next season? Sure. Um, I do not want Gary Kubiak around. Or Gary, I, I, I liked Gary Kubiak, but I don't like Clint Kubiak. I think Clint Kubiak and Mike Zimmer can take a hike. Um, we need a refresh. I think we just need some new faces there. Yep. I think the defense is fine. I think you Who's get your it. Head coach? Um, my head coach, Eric Bieniemy. Great answer. Great answer. I think you give him the shot. I think that the resilience that we've seen from the Chiefs' offense uh, in the last two weeks, uh, coming back and like now they're starting to 
kind of get things vamped up again, I think you give this whole conversation another go of who should Eric be any who should Eric be enemy be a head coach for? And I think he'd be a good for good fit for the Vikings. I think if you watch that game, I'm going to quote Paul Allen. Uh, he took the high road against the Packers coach, and he said, you know, Justin Jefferson, he killed Eric Stokes when he played at LSU. He killed him this week, and he's going to kill him every time they play. Can I, um, can I, throw, in, can I throw in a coaching? Yeah, go for it. Joe Brady. Joe Brady. You familiar? Refresh me. Okay, so he's the offensive coordinator for the – for the, the the Panthers this season. Okay. Where does he come from? He comes along with the new coaching staff who I think um, head coach came from what, BYU? I don't know where their head coach right now from Carolina came from. Not sure off the top of my head. He, he came from collegiate. He came from the colleges, though. We're, I think we're both familiar with that. Yep. Yeah, I know that. So he, he brought in LSU's offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. Oh, I see where you're going. That's good, yeah. I'm just saying, you want some production? There's no one that knows Jefferson better than how to use him right. I like that. That's an option too. I'd say probably probably cheaper. Probably cheaper too. Yeah, I I like that. I like that option. I think Joe Brady or uh, Eric Bieniemy would be great head coaches. You get like these guys deserve shots, you know. And I mean, I would like to. I, I I just need. We need a change that's positive. Um, so that's my thing. Hey, thanks for the lurk page. Appreciate you being here. Um, yeah, I, that's my biggest thing. So, um, my tangent's yeah, over. my research real quick. I was like, hey, who's I, the best coaching candidate? I was like, wow, I didn't <laughs> think about this one. Joe Brady. My tangent's over. I think the Vikings are a good team. I think that if we can make the right changes, I think we're still in the playoff hunt. Um, this was a huge still in the playoff hunt. This was a huge game to win. We're Absolutely. The, we're second in our division at 5 and 5. We gave the Packers a loss. Uh, we were at home and the beautiful thing is in the the toughest games we've had, we've been in every single game. We've been in every single game and I think that's just because of the talent that we have on the roster between Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, KJ Osborne, Justin Jefferson. Um, our offensive line has been playing very well. Um, Kirk Cousins has been, I just want to say, Kirk Cousins has been everything and anything that we've asked him to do or, or to be. And he's done anything that we've asked him to do. We've put him in so many situations that are unfair for a team to constantly be in. And he puts the team on his back, he gets them in field goal range, and then Greg Joseph either makes it or he misses. And that's not Kirk Cousins' fault. It's not Kirk Cousins' fault when the defense gives up way too many points in the game. Um, I think the Vikings are a good team this year. I don't know what their playoff hopes look like, but I'm happy with the talent that we have and the heart that I'm seeing from the team, even though we have a head coaching issue. So that's my thoughts on my Vikings. So I don't know about you. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, or if, if you don't have any thoughts, we can just jump right to the Chargers. Which one? On the Vi- on the Vikings? Yep. They kicked our asses. I watched, <laughs> them play, uh, I watched them play against Green Bay, and they stuck it to Green Bay. And they look good doing it. Justin Jefferson, the future's bright. I really would like i mean just doing my my five minute research while you were talking like mm-hmm. i think joe brady's a, a good solution for this team he brings in youth brings in a, that's a, a young, great that's a great solution it it's it's what's happening around the league is these young coaches are coming implementing these collegiate uh offenses and they're thriving uh, i think you're right i think it's a good solution i think the enemy would be a great solution also the future is bright for the vikings they just need a they need to refresh the the coaching staff it's I not the players. That. It's not the players not getting it done. It's not. No. Nope. The talent's there. Too loaded. Too loaded. I seen it in my own eyes watching them last Sunday. <laughs> it's just. It just seems like someone's always open. You know what I mean? Someone's always open. Kurt's finding a way. Dalvin Cook can run the ball and run the ball very well. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that can stop him when he's when he gets when he gets when he gets uh, heated. If, and if you want to move on to the Chargers, uh, I can, I guess I'll eat my own words. I think Austin Eckler's the shit. 
Austin Eckler is I'll eat my great. own words. I He can be my franchise running back. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him the franchise tag. That guy is, is pound for pound. He's little, but he packs a punch. <laughs> what do you what do you think of uh where are you at on the Chargers right now? Uh like, we're what, getting like, it right. Like what's I, their record? This whole season this whole season I if we don't if we don't make the playoffs, I'm I can't be upset. It's a first year head coach. It's we're competitive. We're not winning them all, but we're competitive. We we're we're close in some of them. Others were getting blown out. We're having growing pains. It's a growth season for sure. We can definitely make the playoffs either a wild card spot, but if we don't, I'm not upset because I understand where our situation is. We do need to address our defensive. Uh, we have Coach Coach Daly comes to us as a, a defensive coordinator from the LA Rams, and unfortunately our defensive has been the worst defense in the NFL. Uh, bottom The bottom half of the, the list throughout the whole NFL season. And that's kind of, that's unacceptable being a defensive coordinator as a fan. Um, so I'd like him to tighten that shit up. But offensively, we're competitive. The division is still within reach. Uh, it, we're in the hunt. We're in the hunt. I love my team. And the future is bright. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I was going to ask you something. That's pretty good, right? That was a good synopsis. No, no, it was good. Rundown. So rundown. I think the Chargers have crazy talent between uh, Keenan Allen. You saw it. Well, Justin what was Herbert. Your, what was uh, your impression? I just think they're a good team, man. Just uh, Her- Herbie's great. Uh, I mean, I had some friends who were massive Oregon Ducks fans. I was actually supposed to go to the NDSU versus the Oregon Ducks game before it got canceled with COVID and everything. Um. Sorry, my dogs are kind of being nosy. Um, so that was the biggest thing for me was just Justin Herbert is so good. And I know he's had his struggles, but we've we've given that man a lot of praise. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, and then you, you throw in the way Austin Eckler is running the ball this season. He's doing great. Um, this whole week was like, if I, I've asked people, were you a Jonathan Taylor or an Austin Eckler survivor? <laughs> because <laughs> not a lot of people were <laughs> uh so that was like the biggest thing for me uh keenan allen is always good um you guys just got to get a solid tight end and get your defense tightened up i think and i think that uh right defense defense yeah. needs to be a little bit better because it seems like the chargers always seem to find themselves in like a shootout situation you know what i mean right and we were speak about it on Sunday night, which was a great game. My, I was fun to watch. High scoring defense needs to get it together, but it was a high scoring game. Yeah, we didn't. We we held Najee Harris to, I, if I'm not, not mistaken, under a hundred yards. And that's tough because that's that guy can run. That guy's a runner. I'll tell you what. Yeah. So running being our weakest point that we can't stop a nosebleed, that I was nice to see. Yeah, I like it. So before we close out, I'm going to thank some sponsors, and then we're going to just go ahead and answer one final question for each other. Um, I, I kind of sprung this on John, but uh, it's, it's going to be your favorite Thanksgiving food. So you just ponder that question for a minute. Okay. You let me know what, what you like the best. Um, so... In the chat, if you're in here, um, guys, go ahead and check out Ray's Energy. It's an energy drink company that sells their, their, their product in cans or to-go packets. They have BCAA amino acids, which are great for helping you build muscle. You drink it about 15 minutes before you work out. Uh, it gives you the right amount of energy. They also have uh, pre-workouts, post-workouts, uh, whey proteins, all sorts of good stuff, great flavors. If you guys use that link in the chat... Um, you'll go ahead and get 15% off at checkout. Um, also, if you stream or podcast yourself, you can get a layout at 20% off at Nerd or Die. It's a it's a great uh, website. Sheesh! Uh, they have some great layouts, such as the one I'm using now. Uh, I think John's is on there, too, for his Twitch channel. 
I think I so, need to die. So they have some great uh, transitions. Uh, they have great layouts. Check them out. Um, it's a good time. The last one I want to thank is Player One Coffee. Uh, it's a coffee. It is a great coffee company for any person who streams or podcasts or plays games uh, or is into nerdy things, all of the above. It's a coffee company that all of their coffee flavors are based off of video games or, or movies. Uh, one of them was called Leroy Jenkins, and then they have one coffee flavor called First Person Smoother. It's quite good, and they're also like very like they have light, medium, dark roasts, whatever you like for your coffee in the morning. Um, and they have what's called a subscription box. If I think it's like twenty bucks a month, and you'll get at that link in the chat, you'll go ahead and get a discount. I don't. I think it's between five and ten percent off your order. But if you do do the subscription box, you'll get 10 to 15%. Um, sorry, wrong numbers. Um, you'll get some coffee flavors that are not for sale. And they also have some great merch. So they have some great shirts. They have great uh, coffee mugs. That's uh, some pretty cool designs. So check those out. Now you've had time to think about it, John. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? No, no, no. I, I still got questions about this coffee company. They okay. Got, they got pods? They got pods? They got... Uh, I don't know if they have pods. Let me look. You, you know? You know? Let me look. Maybe it's something I got to hit them up with. Maybe we got to get some pods going. Let's For the at... office, you know? I agree. So I drink the most coffee. Player one coffee. Let me see. Um... Cause now you get now you got me curious. We can talk. We can talk Thanksgiving, but I need solutions for this. If my, our sponsors. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. So let's go to. I'm gonna. Sh- I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit shop now. So let's take a look here. Get out of here. They have one that's called Insomniac uh, Coffee. Right it looks like shop by style. They have twelve ounce bags, you guys. They have cold brew. Cold brew. We like. Hey, I want the cold brew. They got decaf. They have decaf, limit. They have sensitive. They have cocoa. Cocoa. They have cocoa. Uh, gourmet cocoa. Gourmet cocoa. They have limited edition, rare drop subscriptions, as I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Um, I am not seeing K cups though. I'm I not think I gotta the let pods. them know. That's that's what the people need. But if you guys are wondering more flavors that they have, they have peppermint mocha, working from home, caramel pecan, French vanilla, Irish cream, chocolate hazelnut, breakfast blend, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. My personal favorite is noob tears when I'm playing Halo. Noob tears. Uh, bananas foster, white chocolate macadamia, English toffee, eggnog for the holiday season. Come on now. Mm. Chocolate raspberry. You guys, mm. come on. You got to get on here. This is good stuff. Uh, you know what? I'm on, I'm on their website right now. If you, I'm, I'm a coffee enthusiast. I love coffee. They have shirts that say Leroy Jenkins with the, with the coffee logo. They have just Player One coffee shirts. But you guys, they got Player One coffee conical burr coffee grinders. Cold brew coffee makers. They have a 15-ounce retro controller distress metal mug, and they have a player one urban peak vacuum travel tumbler. So for those of you that live your life on the go, you can go ahead and put your coffee in your tumbler and still go wherever you need to go. They have gift cards for the holiday season, pins. They have stickers. They have they have a K-Cup coffee filter. There you go. You know that's all I need. That's, That's all, all you need. need. So they do have it on their website yeah, for nine dollars. A reusable K cup coffee filter. There you Love go. It. There you have it. Love it. So check out Player One Coffee. It's good. It's good check stuff. Check it out. I'm gonna check it out after. Thank moving you. Moving on. Thank you for the follow, Game Freak TV. Uh, moving on to the, our final question. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food, John? Alright, so I'm a sucker for the turkey leg. It's the staple, man. You gotta grab the turkey leg. It shows your dominance at the table. It means no one even touch your plate, because if you touch my plate, you may lose a you may lose a finger. <laughs> That's what that turkey leg symbolizes for me. Okay, so you got you got your you got your turkey leg. What else are you putting on your plate? Oh man, all right, all 
right, you gotta hit it with the mash. You gotta hit it with the mash. Something to ease the ease the gristle from the turkey. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a little it's a little it's a vehicle for the turkey. <laughs> Just and get. Then, and then you gotta have you gotta have the uh, mac and cheese. Someone's gotta have mac and cheese, but it can't be that store brought. You gotta got you gotta have that 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 crusty cheese at the top. You know. Oh yeah. You scoop it on your plate. It's just oh magical. So you gotta have some of that. You gotta hit some of that cranberries. Cran a little sweetness. Now, little sweetness are, are you talking the canned ones or what? No, I don't. I don't play that canned stuff. <laughs> she makes it. She makes it by hand. She makes this nice little compote. I put it on my plate. Your lady sweet. makes it. She makes some. She, she makes it. Some. Let's give her. Let's go. Like, come on. Yeah, I eat well. You know, it's my favorite holiday. Um, I like to eat. I like to eat. What it is. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, I like, I, you know, I'm going to get, the only type of turkey I like is a smoked turkey. I don't like turkey in general, to, okay. me, to be honest. Uh, I love ham. That's like one of our family traditions is we'll actually um, have a ham and a turkey there. Um, so that way everyone's kind of happy about that. Uh, but you know, we always have, we always got somebody who makes, uh, I'm going to close my eyes. We always got somebody who makes a smoked turkey and, and like a, a ham that's in a crock pot and it's just super good, super sweet. Um, honey ham. It's the best. Honey it's baked? So, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh, it's delicious. So cool. then. I'm a big mashed potatoes and gravy guy. I could eat that right. for for days. Which when you're How dieting, the white or, or brown? Brown, dude. You can't. Yeah, not, you, yeah, none of that. Yeah, none of that white brown. gravy. White gravy is good, but that brown, the brown gravy, like you said, it's a vehicle for everything else, man. You, it's different. Like it hits way different. Um, so I I have uh, <laughs> I I like I like there's uh my grandma makes a green bean casserole. That's just it's you the know best. What? I love green bean casserole. It's underappreciated. It's so good. And then like they have like cheese in it. Oh man, like yeah. you can't you can't beat it. And then the last thing that I don't think anybody's ever had before that I can say, um, my grandma makes this thing called fluff, um, oh. and we love it. Like we ask her to not just bring it for Thanksgiving, but to every family get together. It's it's like whipped cream. With like raspberries and strawberries and uh, man, I together. I couldn't even tell you what it's made out. Yeah, it's all whipped together. You can't even tell me what it's made out of. That's but, how magical it but is. But dude, she like I know she makes the whipped cream like like homemade. It's not like store bought. Like it's it's homemade whipped cream. It's so good. Like you you can't go without it. And then my favorite thing, ironically enough, is I'm not a big domestic beer guy. I like I like a lot of craft beers. When we go out uh, with friends or whatever, but my grandpa—it's—it's it's just for the memory sake of it. My grandpa will always come up with me, come up to me with a Miller High Life or a Coors Light. Nice. That's what we always so have on, on Thanksgiving. Yep. Every well, every family gets together and every Thanksgiving, but he'll always bring me a Miller High Life or a Coors Light, and we watch football. That's so. That's it's awesome. it's always a good time, and, and the awesome. family's getting bigger, so. Hey, you love that. You know what? Football. Football on Thanksgiving hits different too. It does. I wish we. I wish we had enough people that were at my age that wanted to like be interested in football to where we we could do like a turkey bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Can we but, agree though? We we do want to see the Lions win on Thanksgiving though. We do want to see Lions win on Thanksgiving. Want to see the Lions win on Thanksgiving? I mean, if that gets rid of Matt Nagy for the Chicago Bears, yeah, they deserve it. If Detroit riots because of this one win, they won the whole season. It's over. You won a divisional game. <laughs> yeah. And on top of it, if the Lions win that game, it brings the Bears farther away from where the Vikings are in the division. So That's it. And I think, uh, you, you know. know what? Motor City Dan Campbell gets hoisted on the shoulders. Watch him out of here. <laughs> one one <laughs> game. <laughs> He's our Lord and Savior. <laughs> uh, with that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you all have a thanks a good Thanksgiving. Um, Thank you guys. Thanks for putting up with our, our sidetracks today. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to be trying to be bringing on Rum Boys Robbie from the Rum Boys Fantasy Network, one of our good friends. Um, he does a lot of – he's a big Washington football team fan, so you're not going to want to miss that. I've, I've mentioned it a couple times. 
but I'm gonna reach out to him. We're gonna get him lined up for next week. We're gonna yeah. get, we're gonna get our schedules worked out. We're gonna get Robbie lined up, and we're gonna get Robbie on the show. So it'll be fun. So everybody have a Thanksgiving, and uh, be safe. Enjoy your families. Much love. Bye.